Welcome to the Wasting Time Podcast. This is episode 62. I'm Chris, I'm here with Nick. How's it going, Nick? Hello, hello, hello. Um, it's going good. The sun is shining. We can go back to pubs again. Yeah, you've been doing much of that? A little bit, yeah. I found that um, like at home, when you're drinking in the house, as we have done for many months, just have two or three and I'm just like, not really fussed. Can't can't really drink too much more. Went to the pub for the first time, got a pint, and it was ridiculous how <laughs> how how easy it went down. I I bought the wife one, um, a pint and I was on my third by the time she finished hers. It was uh, oh wow was was, was, th- was it that was good to be back. Was that Friday? Because I saw you posted a picture of Naz. Was that was no? That was Thursday. So oh, I see. Okay. Went out on Thursday, then went back for more on Friday. Oh, and check the, you out. And the cricket season was back on Saturday, so I was out playing cricket all day, which was amazing. Um, wow. Probably not got many cricket fans on this podcast, but just to, yeah, just to be out and yeah, doing what I usually do on a Saturday was was amazing. Yeah, yeah. What about you? I yeah, I made it to the pub too. I uh, I saw former co-host of this show, Darren. On I went over to Leighton Stone, had a, had a few drinks with him on Friday, which which was lovely. If a little cold, yeah, I'm not sure you've got. Yeah, you can complain about the cold too much. We're um, yeah, we were down on the coast on Friday having a pint, and it was it was fucking freezing. <laughs> okay, like really yeah. fucking cold. And <laughs> um, to the point where we had to like cut an extra pint short because uh, yeah, weren't wrapped up enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so it's nice, nice to be doing that kind of stuff. Got a few more dates like that booked in and stuff. So yeah, it's good. I'm sure you have too. Any more wedding plans? Yeah, um, without boring the listeners too much about that. Yeah, we're, I'm kind of, you know, getting it properly into. Everyone likes to hear about weddings, man. Like, you know, is that true? I would say so. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, we are kind of full steam ahead with that caterer next week and stuff. It's still a bit weird though because you know we don't know for sure whether we can have a big wedding in in August. Obviously, remaining hopeful. But well, we're supposed to be able to go to 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 nightclubs by July, aren't we? June. We're supposed to go. Everything's supposed to go back to normal on twenty first of June, allegedly. There you go. August. August is your date. Yeah, let's hope. Mid August. Mid August. Yes. So you've got a good two month buffer to play with. Around what is supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking good. Yeah, and to be honest, once we've got the caterer, I think that's like a big thing sorted, you know. So we'll be feeling a bit better about it. Exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good to have like plans in the diary that are like coming closer. Like stag do, stag do. I've got another like a friends meet up in Brighton and. July as well. Which Have you really? Just, oh, okay. Yeah, it's just just cool to be able to make some plans now as well, isn't it? I'll tell you another thing. I, I say I'll tell you another thing I've been doing. Obviously, you know this. Uh, but um, I'm leading more towards music stuff. But I started working with uh, Love Breakers, which has been yeah. a cool thing. Exciting venture. Yeah, yeah. Love Breakers, for the listener, were on our show a couple of months ago. You didn't listen to that one go back and listen to it because they're cool guys with music that we that nick and i have both talked about how we're fans of before yeah new entering the world of music management that's what i'm dabbling with yeah so we'll see how it goes but, 
but yeah, they've they've been a delight so far, and it's been yeah, I'm excited to be yeah, trying to nice, help them out really. Nice guys, so uh, yeah. I was going to say, what are you calling yourself again in terms of your management? Uh, I ended up going for jailhouse poet management. It's a little. It was actually a social distortion lyric in the end that I went for. Nice. Which the breakers are fans of, and hopefully going to be well, touring with. Touring with, uh, yeah, now delayed till next year, but yeah, will happen eventually. And you were just about to give a Love Breakers plug there, weren't you? I was, yeah, because we we have actually talked about this before. How their album well, it was due out this month, but that's been delayed and it's coming out end of June. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not getting my vinyl in April. And is that what are you break? Are you breaking that news to me now? Yeah, afraid so, mate. Afraid so. It'd be worth the wait though. That's a shame. Maybe yeah. you can give me a sneak peek of some songs if you got if you got access. We'll see. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. <laughs> Anything else been going on music wise? Oh, I mean, good luck with that, by the way. Thank you. Um, Thank you. It's very exciting. Very exciting. But yeah, anything else been going on? Mm, there was a new MXPX song the other day. Yeah, which didn't sound like just every other MXPX song that they've released over the last couple of years. Yeah, I think you and I obviously we texted about it, and we both. We we seem to both be fans of this a lot more than we have been of anything they've done for a long time. I think. Yeah, didn't they do some sort of um, like live stream as well on Friday that I completely missed to like support their yeah, release? I feel, I've been really bad with their live streams just because obviously when it goes out live, it's really you know not a great time for us in the UK. So I haven't watched any of them, but yeah, they did. They did do one to coincide with it. So I've read something that was like an interactive live show as well. So there were oh, I don't know it? if there were like. I don't know, take requests or yeah, actually, imagine um, just so. I guess maybe interacting with fans through a feed somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. It's a good song. Like it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, because like the fan base has really liked what they've been doing. Like, seems to be loyal and just like everything they do. Like that last album, everyone loved it apart from you and me. So it's nice now that they've put something mm. out that 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 as fans we both like. Yeah, just was nothing that stood out for me on that record. Which yeah. you usually get from like an MXPX album. Yeah, and I obviously I really wanted to like it. And they always play there's this song from it called Friday Tonight that they clearly think is really good and I'm sure lots of the fans do and like I tr- I try re listening to that song and I want to like it, but it's just a bit of a miss for me. Yeah. Cool. Um I don't know if you've I'm sure I'm sure you've heard of them, but I don't know if you you're into them. The band called Tiger's Jaw. Yeah, my 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 sister and her husband used to really like them. I never, I'd never really got into them. Why you have you been listening recently? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've I've always liked them. I've always kind of liked his voice, and you know, yeah. you have a have that female singer, and they kind of I like they do like a lot of kind of harmonising, and I quite like that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, um, they just popped up on like a um, on a YouTube like suggestion the other day. And they did, yeah. Um, Doing like this acoustic y style, um, it's called Sunset Sessions, I think it was called. One of these, um, I don't know what you call them, what they're called, like you know, the NPR stuff, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like the, the, the tiny guest house stuff and all yeah. that. Yeah, okay. so one of those, it was called Sunset Sessions that they were in on one of those, and the yeah, other were doing a song from their new album, which I didn't didn't realize was out, came out in uh, and March. you were impressed. Yeah, no, it was really nice, and it. Listen to a bit of the album as well since since hearing that and really like the 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 new album that's come out March fifth that came out so okay little bit of a new thing to listen to oh I'll check it out would it, would would I like it do you think I don't know the jury's out 
Okay. Oh, well, I'll be sure to check it out. I think Prue should probably like it more than probably you would. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's quite so. It's it's you know it's quite soft, rocky kind of emo. Okay. I kind of, I, I kind of think of them as like like a more like a punkier version of Bella and Sebastian. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. I'll give it a listen. You might be your thing. It might not be. But if you've got a new album out, I thought it might be someone we could reach out to and yeah, that, they'd be a good good guest for the show. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. There's a, a couple of newer bands I listened to this week who would also be good guests at some point. Like, there's a couple of bands on um, Pure Noise Records who, you know, often have a good roster that I hadn't, I didn't know. And have a, have a listen to these bands if you haven't already. There's one called Dollar Signs. Had an album out this year called Hearts of Gold. That's, Dollar that, Signs? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it just it doesn't really sound like anyone I've heard before as well. And Interesting then, band name choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then there's another band called Eastwood. These both sound like hip-hop acts. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, but they don't literally sound like hip-hop acts when you hear the music. Right, okay. Um, yeah, I think they... You know, I'm not... If I'm honest, I'm not sure how much... How sold I am on them. I just find them both really interesting. And okay. I don't know if I like it or not. I'm, the jury's out. But I definitely would be cool to have either of them on the show at some point. Um okay. What else? Oh, there was a new song by Never Loved, which was quite a good pop song. You ever listen to them? No, don't think they're, so. They're kind of like a sort of uh, pop punk meets kind of mainstream pop kind of sound. But some of their songs are pretty good. Um, yeah, I think I think since we last last did an intro, I think that's pretty much the, the highlights for me. Cool. Well, it wasn't that long ago since we did one. So no, yeah, we only put it was only like just over a week ago, wasn't it? Cool. Well, should we get into the episode? Let's do it. Um, yeah, just just before um, before we kick it off, just for the listener, we um, so we had Callie Massey, a band out of Chicago, just had an album out. There's uh, yeah a lot of a bit of hype around them because um, they're they're quite unique and they've got some cool things going on. Um, so we spoke to Sam and Anthony from the band, but but before I play it, um, we had. Minor issues with the sound. The, the audio platform we normally use wouldn't work. So we, we recorded the sound directly via Zoom. And Zoom didn't send me separate tracks. So we're all on the same track. It's, you know, listening to it back, I thought it was it was listenable, but it probably doesn't sound as good as <laughs> our episodes. I saw people do. just don't switch off at this point. And yeah, go, exactly. Oh, <laughs> exactly. But I promise it's very listenable. So uh, here it is. We have Anthony and Sam from Cali Massey. Guys, thanks so much for giving us some of your time. Massively appreciate that. No problem. Thank you for having us. Of course. How are you both doing? Chilling, working from home. It's a good day. Well, what, what do you, I mean, what outside of the band, what, what is kind of working for you, from home from you guys at the moment? I just, I do uh, marketing photography for a music store in the city. So I'm just editing photos from home today. I'm on that nice. unemployment life, baby. But <laughs> usually, uh, Usually I'm uh, a dog walker slash uh, house sitter. You guys bet cool. you based in Chicago, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last yeah, year, yeah. how's the last year been in, in Chicago? What's what's it been like? Apart from shitty, pretty bad. Yeah, I mean it's been it's been uh, I don't know. I I it's hard to compare it to other places um, in in the world, obviously, because we haven't really been to <laughs> all these other places. But um, 
from what it's from what I'm seeing, like on social media and stuff, I mean, I'm seeing people from elsewhere kind of really starting to relax and, and take things a little less seriously. And I just yeah. don't feel like we're there um, personally. I, I don't think that Chicago, I, I, maybe that's just a matter of perspective or something. But uh, yeah, I think things here have been have been pretty gnarly. Did, did you guys have much kind of lined up before? Before um, kind of pandemic stuff kicked off, did you have much in the diary? Is there much you had to pull the plug on? Yeah, we had a, a tour that we were supposed to go up to Canada. And that was the first thing that we <clears throat> we canceled to go up to Pusa Fest last year. And then we had a European and UK run that we've uh, canceled twice and booked many times. Yeah. And now we have it booked and we haven't canceled it. So... We hope it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, we had all, you know, there was like some shows and shit that just um, it got canceled, but it's okay. We were mostly like gearing up for, uh, you know, I, we, we didn't have anything set in stone, but we kind of had a, an idea of what we kind of wanted the record release trajectory to be like. And yeah, we basically just had to reevaluate our perspective on it because of the pandemic because we finished the record well we finished recording the record right before it started so it was sort of like we kind of had no idea what our year was gonna look like anyway and then it was it just became less clear once the pandemic started did you kind of put put it on pause then in terms of releasing and just kind of waiting and waiting to see how it all played out and then got yeah decided to just yeah, go for bit. it yeah i would say you know i mean it was uh it was sort of it, it definitely afforded us um like the ability to kind of pump pump the brake not pump the brakes but like take our time um completing the record and getting everything the way that we wanted uh to get it and stuff and you know i mean we, there didn't feel like there was any rush to release it once it was once we were done tracking it um so that was nice but yeah we're definitely just i think we're we're really just kind of seeing what happens you know yeah, was it? We we tempted to delay it a little bit more. I mean, we've seen that with some other artists who've kind of been sitting on a record for a year or so now. I wouldn't say we we I I wouldn't say that there was any. <laughs> we were pretty eager to put it out, you know. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think that I think that we would have, you know. I mean, putting it out at the end of March was already we had been sitting on it for like thirteen months. Sure. Um, you know, and we've been writing it forever. So yeah, there was definitely, I think we struck a balance between not, not rushing to put anything out and kind of trying to wait and see if things would subside. Um, and just being eager to just share it with people. So yeah, you don't really know like what parts of, uh, of releasing a record are going to take forever and what parts are going to happen really quickly. Um, there's so much hurry up and wait in like industry side of music stuff. I felt like um we finished the record and then we were like can't wait to you know like we finished recording and we were so stoked to mix and then it took us a while to mix it you know silver lining of the of the lockdown was just that we had a lot of time to work on that and a lot of time to to really get it right there was no one that was just like hey deadline you got to put it out like next month or anything because i think that would have like really uh just kind of inhibited us it just yeah. it just wouldn't have given us the right amount of time to like make videos and get the artwork where we wanted it to so yeah we i mean we definitely used all the time that was afforded to us we're like definitely uh like a pretty restless group of people um so we were just kind of like working the whole time to like make sure that this that 
this, everything from the mix to the sequencing, to the artwork, to the videos was just like really intentional. Um, and it was obviously really shitty, but it was, uh, we used the time really well, I think. Cool. And you, um, you worked with Mr. J Mass, Mass on that as well. We spoke to him back in January, Chris, start of January. Yeah, it was the first, first show we yeah. did this year. And, uh, he definitely mentioned your name several times throughout the show. He's definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely liked Love working you. with you guys. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he yeah. even we, we do you remember Nick? We did um like all three of us did our top five songs of 2020, and he was I think first one straight in with the song you guys released that year. You know, nice. I think I watched that one. I remember that you was like, was he? T- did he talk about his uh, kind of go into like the story about like marrying his wife? Yeah, well, the, uh, his wife he met in Australia, right? Yeah, I remember it was like it was like the questions seemed very strictly music and music business, and he just like was like, "Let me tell you this crazy fucking story about how it like." It, yeah, he's just like that. Great. <laughs> nice, nice. Was this? Correct me if I'm wrong. Was this the second time you worked with him, or third, second yep, time? Second time. So, so you're the last record. So, uh, did how did you kind of link up with him in the first place? Were you like fans of Defeater? Did you heard his other work? Did you reach out to him? How did how did that come about initially? Um, we were fans of the feeder and we reached out to like a couple different, um, like engineers to find someone we wanted to work on the record for. Cause we were like pretty green band. Like we were just kind of starting and we didn't really know we'd never worked with like anybody but ourselves recording yeah. before. So it was kind of just like, I guess we'll talk to people and see who seems cool. And like, we did just that. And Jay seemed really fucking cool. And like, we knew that he played in a band and also like, I think from just our experiences recording and releasing stuff, we were always felt like we were a more aggressive band when we would play together and then we'd record things and they would sound not that way. Um, Okay. And we were like, oh, well, this, you know, this is a really great pairing because he might be able to, like, make us sound closer to us because he's, you know, he has a history of recording aggressive music. Um, And maybe he could bring out those elements of our band a little bit more. And it just ended up being like a really cool fit, too, because we're very like minded um, groups of people. So, yeah, it just ended up being like a really cool relationship. Yeah, he's a really nice bloke. And then obviously that's been out for a couple of weeks now. Laughs. Um, how's how's that been received? I mean, um, you had much much response from it yet? No one hates it yet. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's cool. That's always good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been good. Um, pe- they've gotten some cool write ups and like people sharing it around and like. I mean, I think it took it took like a couple of years. I think for people to like uh, really respond to our first record. You know, it just like we put it out and we were like, here it is, and uh, and people were like, cool. And then, like, later, people were like, oh, I actually really like this record. Um, and it took a while for that kind of to build up. And I think, uh, you know, there's a lot going on. <laughs> you know, I think I think people ta- uh, digest art at their leisure because um, yeah. that's what it's there for. And uh, it's just going to take the time it's going to take. But it's been fun to have it out there and have people kind of, like, seeing what people respond to, what people interpret things as, and, and what people get out of it do you think do you think it's because like your sound kind of jumps around a little bit that's why it took a bit bit of time for people to latch on a lot of it is just people don't really know what to make of it or what to expect uh from it or what my i don't know what uh perspective to approach it from i guess so um and and we're also trying to 
establish, um, I guess, a, a larger audience for ourselves, which is really hard to do when, when you're not playing shows and, (laughs) you know, I mean the, 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 it, it's a lot of people who know our band know us because they saw us play live. I mean, we, a lot of the people who, you know, reach out to us or like comment on our social media and stuff are like, yeah, I know that band because I saw them play one time or something like that. It's a lot easier to sort of like, uh, establish what you're about. Um, right in a live setting because it sort of shows you the whole picture whereas like you know if you someone just like stumbles onto one of our songs on spotify or something like that it's kind of like it's hard to it's just hard to get a complete picture of like what they're supposed to be experiencing or whatever so it's been i guess it's 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 just an interesting um i don't know it's an interesting way of uh trying to trying to get people uh to pick up what we're putting down you know yeah and i think we've you know we've been pretty deliberate and tried pretty hard to like try and set ourselves apart a little bit um musically and otherwise and that's not to say that we're like uh this uh you've never heard this type of music before like it's not to say that we're like these like reinventing the wheel or anything like that but as a band that very much uh came up in and thrived in like the fest Gainesville scene um, and, and trying to establish ourselves a step apart from that and still exist within it. Like, like our fest fans respond to the record. They love it. That's, that's cool. Um, And we're also trying to like break into new territory, which takes a lot of time. Um, Yeah. yeah, It's just kind of, you know, with our, as a new band with our first record, it obviously took some time for people to gravitate towards it. But then with the second record being like, I think a little bit even more like reinforced the first record, it's kind of like, it's still establishing like, oh, this is kind of like, this is what we sound like. And this is kind of like what you can expect from us. Um, I think it just takes time to grow as a band. Um, But like I said, the last question is just like, these things take time and we're, we're pretty patient for it. Yeah. And like you say, I guess you, you want those shows behind you to do those big runs of tours with that record. And yeah, hopefully that's going to kick off again soon. Right. You, you, you did, you mentioned you, you kind of UK European tour lined up and that's in the, still in the diary coming up. Yeah. yeah? Um, yeah, this, uh, like late fall kind of, okay. I guess. Yeah. Late, late fall. If everything, you know, goes according to plan, obviously. I feel like that goes without saying. Plan, yeah. Forgive me if I'm imagining this, but was that certainly the UK dates? Were they were they with the band called Hell's Ditch? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Um, yeah, because, I mean, we know them a little bit and, like, you know, play their music whenever they have something new out. So I remember cool. them posting about touring with you and thinking, oh, that's the band Jay was on about. Okay. Would that be your first time over here then? Second. Second, okay. Where are you guys at? So I, I'm in East London, uh, Nick's in Newcastle. Okay, North, cool. Northeast, up north. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you do a big run here last time or? Yeah, I mean in UK we were there for like a week and a half. Um, we I don't we didn't go to Newcastle, did we? No. But yeah, we were in. You would have remembered London for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I want I want to go for sure. So how, uh, how many shows did you have on the UK run coming up? I think like seven. Yeah, something like that. I, I gotta check. Yeah, it's like a week's worth. Um, and Hell's Ditch is on all of them. Last time we were out there, James um, from 
apologies and what's the other band that he's in something uh, like. leagues leagues apart leagues apart yeah he drove us around it was so fun oh serious we, like i love that guy <laughs> yeah me too they were like uh so apologies was like a band that i was like crucially obsessed with um after right. london came out yeah. and like i don't know i got a hold of it over here and was like super obsessed with it i have like an apologies i have none tattoo and they like it's really very cool the, yeah they popped into uh, the store that I work at and I like fanboyed all over them. And then like fast forward and like we played some shows with them. We've been to three of their weddings. Um, and yes, Simon married our our friend and their wedding was like out here. And it was, it's just like kind of a crazy oh, world. Nice. And then James drove us around the fucking UK. It was tight. That's amazing. Like, uh, I mean, James was on our show. This is about five years ago, like back in our early days. And I like he was the one I knew like the least out of them. But like it was when we used to record it live in my apartment at the time. And he came around and he was just he's just such a, he's fun company, as obviously you guys he's know. Fun. Absolutely. Yeah, he definitely uh uh was I mean, yeah, hanging out with that dude for that. Well, I, I had also spent some time with him because I uh apologies did a tour over here like three years ago and uh I was on that tour. Um, that's how I got to know those guys. And uh, yeah, just good times all around. Uh, okay. Good that's people. Cool. Yeah, I've, I've recorded a record with Joe before. And uh, cool. he, he, he's such an amazing drummer. Like at the time, our drummer had like a family emergency, so he couldn't do it day before. And like Joe just learned our songs in like 10 minutes oh, wow. and just played it so perfectly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's, he's really cool, I, I love uh, watching him play for sure. Yeah, what we usually do is just kind of go back and get a little bit of a, I guess, a brief history of um, your becoming, I guess, really. So um, in a nutshell, I guess, tell us a little bit about how you kind of, how you got together, how you met, how Kali Massey started, or you were called something different at the start, right? Yeah, so John, the drummer, John Garrison, and I met in high school and um, both played in like a bunch of bands in our in our school. and. Um, yeah, I went to college and start, wanted to start a new band. All my bands broke up. And um, yeah, we just started playing together and with a couple of different people and started like writing songs and playing shows and stuff. And we met Wes uh, shortly after. And um, yeah, we met, we actually met Anthony on the tour that he was on with Apologies um, down at, we, Anthony lived in Bloomington and then we met him in Florida and then he moved to Chicago and he plays okay. the band. Um, which is just kind of like there was an easier way to do that i'm sure um and uh yeah he, he came to like a practice and then we were like sweet do you want to go on tour for like a really long time in two weeks and he's like yeah <laughs> and then we did that and uh the rest is kind of history that's cool like i i've I noticed you say in the press before that you like the, the four of you kind of all have really different tastes in music so like when you kind of started it up were, were you just like let's try and compromise for our sounds and was there much conflict over how you want to guess what, what were those t- what yeah, yeah what, what were, were those, those tastes if you well? can kind of sum them up you know i i don't you know we have have never had a dis- i mean i joined the band when the like literally like what three weeks after the first record came out something like that i mean i joined right. in in like because it came out in october of 2017 and i right and i joined in like 
November of that, of that year um, on like a, you know, a trial basis or whatever. I was really just filling in as, as a bassist at that point. Um, and then just gradually, it just sort of made sense for, I just remember like halfway through like the first like month long tour <laughs> that we did together. It was kind of like, so like, do you want to be in the band like right. all the time? And I was just like, yeah, you know, I was having a really good time. We were hitting it off really well. Um, and, uh, and, and then as far as like, I mean, I think like pretty much right when we got back from that tour where, you know, they were showing me like the new songs that they'd been working on. And, um, I, so I already had an idea of like what Kali Masi was like supposed to sound like, you know, and, and mm-hmm. kind of knew that I kind of, I, I, I had never played in a band that sounded like that um really and so i sort of knew that my perspective was going to be different um but that i kind of understood what they were going for kind of initially and i knew that i could you know kind of bring something a little different to it but that all that is to say there was never really a as far as i'm concerned like a discussion about what it was what anything was supposed to sound like or Mm -hmm. like to try to keep anything kind of you know on on a certain path of any kind um because it kind of feels like there's just in uh there when when the synthesis happens it just kind of like we all know that that's what's working you know what i mean sometimes it'll go as far it'll only go so far as like hey like this part should be heavier or something like that you know what i mean or like there should be more like you know whatever but i think that like at this point we kind of you know it's kind of like we we know when we're happy with the result of it but you know i don't think there's really a lot of of um, conflict i guess there's a lot of discussion and a lot of pushing back and forth it never feels like we're like struggling to figure out what the middle ground is if that makes sense okay yeah there's not a lot of uh like conflict or you said compromise it's really like not a lot of compromisation and a lot more just like if we all have different tastes, we're kind of putting like adding them together and then refining it. You know, it's never like, well, what would Kali Masi do? Like, what would what would our band? What songs would we write? Is we're just like, right. you know, let's just work on it until it sounds dope, and then yeah. What well, I mean, what kind of stuff do you listen to collectively or growing up with? What kind of um, you know, styles and artists of, I guess, a part of you personally? Oddly enough, I think that like Anthony and I, at least from uh, perspective, like in retrospect, like our youth, I think Anthony and I listened to like a lot of the same music growing up as far as like a lot of street punk bands, a lot of like, um, like, you know, bondage belt, bullet belt, leather jacket, like spiky hair bands. We both like, I think, like spent a lot of time in that music scene. And that is something that, I, uh, I don't know. I just spent so much time listening to that music that like playing in a band that's constantly like put on like emo playlists. Um, it's just a little strange. Um, right. not that I, I, I love like a lot of those bands too, but like totally not like of all the things we're not going for, we're, we're not like trying to be an emo band either. Right. Um, right. but it's kind of just like falls in those categories, but, um, I don't know. I think we just all like listen to all sorts of things, but we're also like pretty opinionated people. So 
I don't know. The van, the van is always playing different songs and there's always a lot of uh, conversation about why it sucks or doesn't. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> uh, you mentioned before, Sam, um, obviously like, you know, be, the kind of fest scene being a big thing for you guys and being part of that. But then, you know, you've kind of been trying to break into new territory when, when you say new territory, do you, is there anything specific that you mean by that? I mean, I guess just like, there's like a level of legitimacy. I think that like we're going for where like, I don't know there. Um, there's just like a, you can only be, uh, your band can only get like so much credibility if you're just like a pizza pop punk band, you know? And like that, obviously like, that's not really what we're going for, but like, we're trying to like, level up as like hey we're a real band we're trying to do like real things and on like i think we're in that we're trying to break into like maybe a world that would uh understand what we're going for a little bit more um punk rock is uh oddly pretty close-minded as far as just like what you can do what what the genre means what kind of ideas you can bring to the table what you can talk about what you can wear what you can you know all sorts of things um and I think we're really trying to like kind of break into like, as dumb as it sounds, we've talked about like the rock world a little bit more, the indie world a little bit more, just because like it gives us more room to like uh, be digested um, and maybe people will pull out different things that maybe then maybe one demographic that it just, you know, listens to only punk rock and like Teenage Battle Rocket like would get out of our band. You know, no, and not, no offense to any of those, but like we just want, we would rather exist in, in more worlds because we think we belong in all of those worlds at once. I see what you're saying. Also, I guess we also kind of feel like we don't belong in any of them. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, I mean, we're, we're definitely trying to um, exist in, I don't know, I think of us as kind of trying to do our thing and to just try to, uh, Put it in front of as many people as we can because i think that there's a lot of people in like you know the punk scene for example who really like a lot of the music that i like you know and a lot of the friends that i've made from touring over the years in like punk bands um that just aren't really gonna give a shit about <laughs> about the record that we just made you know what i mean and, and that's you know that's we weren't trying to cater to any specific crowd. I think when we were making this record, um, yeah. we really, we really just threw that all out the window. I think that it kind of came down to like, let's make something that we're really stoked on and then kind of fight the uphill battle of like trying to, um, find its audience kind of after the fact, you know? So I think that's, that's kind of where the interest in trying to, you know, th the scenes, exist how they exist you know what i mean it's not you know so it's you mm. kind of have to make your way in through those avenues or whatever but it's kind of like uh yeah we're just trying to find that out. so how how you guys figured that out from like uh i, I guess a touring perspective then because you've done quite a lot of touring and it seems like prioritize that over the years like do you just kind of keep an open mind to any kind of tour with any kind of artists and kind of just Go for go for whatever's put in front of you. I mean, what's what's your kind of approach on that front? Yeah, I think uh, a little cross pollination uh, can only, you know, bear better fruit or whatever. Um, I think it would just, uh, yeah. I mean, we're selective, but uh, um, 
yeah, I think we'd be down to, to tour with anybody that's kind of after the same thing that we're after as far as like just getting our music in front of people. Cool. So you got What's a favorite, favorite tour you've done? Uh, yeah, my, exactly. Still my question. Nancy, <laughs> you go first. Um, I mean, it's hard. Yeah, I don't know. We've done, we've since I've joined the band, played so many shows. I mean, our first, is my audio working? Sorry. Yes, yes, sounds yeah. okay. Okay, sorry. Um, sorry? I, uh, yeah, we like did, uh, pretty much my first whole year in the band was all kind of like, uh, not sporadic touring, but we were doing a lot of different things, um, but mostly kind of like on our own, you know, um, and and uh, just linking up with bands here and there along the way for like a, maybe a week uh, or whatever. Um, and then uh, in 2019 was when we did the Europe tour. It's pretty hard not to put that up there with, sure, you know one of the better tours that we've done just because it was so wildly different than anything that we've done. Um, and, uh, and then we did a tour, we were out for like a month, uh, a couple of weeks before that actually. And a couple of like about half of those shows we did with um, less than Jake, who were a band that I grew up listening to, but who we don't sure. sound like even remotely. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't think we have a single song that sounds anything like anything that they have ever done. <laughs> Um, but and and the other bands on that tour were like Mest and Punchline and there's <laughs> really? there sort of a yeah and and so and all like all awesome dudes and uh, really good live bands but yeah, you know, yeah again I mean it's that that that's definitely not the when we talk about like we're trying to move in a certain direction or break into certain scenes or whatever I don't think that that's one that like came to mind. Or we're just like, you know what fans we should really be reaching out to are like people who like less than Jake and Mass, you know. <laughs> <Right>. Um <laughs> but but I mean that tour was amazing and we played we played in front of a ton of people that never would have heard of our band otherwise. And a lot of them were really, really receptive to what we were doing. It was kind of surprising actually. We had a lot of people coming up to us being like, you know, I like these bands, but like I really like what you guys are doing. And yeah. I haven't heard a lot of bands that are, that are doing this kind of thing right now. And uh, I guess that kind of goes to illustrate, you know, that people are all over the place that would be into what we're doing. It's just, they're not all in the same place. Yeah. yeah. I think there's more, there's more of like a diversity thing now, uh, you know, kind of, I guess, diverse approach to music now, I think really than what, than what we used to have like 15, 20 years ago, where you'd put yourself in a, in a, you know, in a pigeonhole yourself into a, to a yeah. specific genre and you'd stick to it. I think now this it's, people are so more, much more open to, to cross over and explore different, different genres, I think. Yeah. And the people who do it well, like really change the game. Um, you know, like, you think of like an artist like Prince who was doing like a rock and roll thing with like funk or like, um, even someone as polarizing as Lil Peep, like there's a reason why there was such a sensation around somebody who was combining genres in a really accessible way. Um, and I mean, we, I'm not saying we definitely aren't uh, doing that so deliberately with like this one from over here and this one from over here. But I think our influences come from so many different places that like it just ends up being its own thing kind of. Um and that, I, I, back to your question before, that was something that was really cool about uh, touring with Less Than Jake and Mess and Punchline was just like, 
kind of just seeing, you know, as much as we want to break into different uh, audiences and stuff, I didn't realize that I hadn't seen other worlds outside of the one that I existed in. And, you know, going to a less than Jake show and seeing how their fans are and how they do things and what what does fun mean to them? What does music mean to them? Um, I don't know. It was a really huge learning experience um, on stage and off stage um, just to see how, you know, fans of that level do it. Um, it was fucking cool. It's a really cool tour. Nice. They, they treat you well. Yeah, they're sweethearts. Cool. Well, I guess maybe, uh, I mean, looking forward, what's, what have you got in? You talked about the UK and Europe show, new albums out now. Um, everyone should go and listen to it. Um, what else is in, what is else is in the diary? Um, I guess, yeah. When we, when you can pick everything up again. Um, we've got a bunch of really, uh, fun, funny and interesting, uh, like merch that we're making soon. Um, it's like a dumb thing to plug cause it's kind of a given, but, um, we're doing some cool stuff and I'm excited about it. Um, we're trying to start, you know, you, the U S is like a big old question mark. Um, as far as like playing shows, we're trying to like figure that out now. Cause we would love to, you know tour on this record while it's still a fresh record mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i don't know um other than that we're just we're getting together we practice play the fucking songs and uh just trying to yeah get the record in everybody's hands in the meantime are you i mean during downtime and not being able to do much are you doing uh, you know writing writing much new stuff or are you kind of avoiding kind of that until you've really done this this record run I kind of just like switched over my mindset from like being uh, uninspired and wanting to kind of like take a break to being like, oh shit, I want to like, I don't know, just feeling like, just feeling like it. All quarantine, I didn't write very much at all because I just like, I just wasn't feeling it. And I think a lot of people probably uh, also weren't feeling it. <laughs> I guess, Chris, I don't know if we want to do, um, we usually do some quick fire questions at the end of. Um, our episode so if you want yeah, to right, yeah, yeah. Chris if you fancy it yeah yeah it's something we stopped doing for a long time and then we brought it back a couple of episodes again so uh, Heck, baby. Let's, let's just see uh, <laughs> okay see what we've got in here alright Nick should we, should we alternate these then go on then am I going first or are you going first go for it yeah alright let's do it um, okay uh, favourite TV show oh man lost Okay. Or Bojack the Simpsons. the Simpsons. Okay. Yeah. Or Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Cool. Okay. Watch you got a four lot in TV. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've run this out. This new series, The Simpsons, is great. Yeah. Uh, you Look, hang, hang on a sec. Did you just say new series of Simpsons was great? No. <laughs> I was... <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> this new uh, animated television oh, uh, program called The I, Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Got you. <laughs> for, for, for a worrying second i thought you actually meant like new simpsons was good which we all know are unwatchable compared to the classics surely anyway yeah. nick do you want to fire away yes um food heaven and food hell um just mexican food food heaven solid anthony you pick hell food hell is like i i'm just thinking any of any like uh just like bummer roadside 
fast food places that you didn't know still existed don't have anything good it's like the gas station yeah or like uh like i don't know like you know any anywhere anywhere that you could eat in like oklahoma it's probably (laughs) fuck okay fair enough um defeater or against me you have to pick one that against is me. fucked up, but it's against me <laughs> for sure. Yeah, we'll not we'll not tell Jay. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, best ever live show that you've been that you've been to see, not that you performed. Uh, <laughs> the, I saw the Hives when they were in their the white suit era, right. and uh, it was great. It was fucking amazing. Uh. The fit, just the one that pops into my mind was seeing uh, Dead to Me at Prefest. Oh, in like nice. 2016? I think 2016. Nice. God, yeah, I haven't seen them for a long time. Great life band, though. Um, okay, well, good. Okay, so you guys going on your dream tour. So one artist each to go with you. Sky's a limit here. You, yeah, yeah. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. What? How is this a rapid question? I know. I have a rapid answer. It's not very fair. It's not very fair. We should call it something else, really. We shouldn't call it the quick fire round. No. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd be... uh, I I would definitely love to tour with Against Me. I think that that would be really good. Really fucking fun. I don't know. Elvis Costello. (laughs) (laughs) That would be such a fucking cool tour. Nice. That lineup... No one would be coming to see us, but we would get to play. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Everyone's still alive, so you never know. Okay. Um, favorite um, holiday destination or vacation destination, as you would call it? I, oh, man. I probably, Scotland. I'm going to say Scotland. I'm going to say. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah, like woods and mountains. That's, yeah. I would just go to any any Scot- forest scotland works for woods and mountains they got plenty of those Definitely. go there you go right, let's go let's do it <laughs> oh okay it doesn't have to be the definitive one but if you could each pick one song that you wish you'd written what would be an example of that hanging on the telephone Bohemian rhapsody <laughs> <laughs> there's some serious royalties from nice. Bohemian Rhapsody Rhapsody, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't even yeah, I don't even care about question. that. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, for namesake as well, I guess. Um okay, favorite track from Laughs? Hurts to Laugh. Last night someone asked me this question and I said long term, but I don't know. Uh changes. I think Hurts to Laugh currently. Changes from day to day, man. We love all the songs on that. On there that you record. go. That's there's the answer there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, finally, one tour essential to bring with you that's not not your phone. Earplugs, uh, face mask, <laughs> butt wipes. Yeah, wet wipes for your butt. Right. Get your sleep and hygiene down. Nice. Um, yeah, I guess un- unless you had anything else, Nick, that we haven't covered, we could probably wrap this up, guys. But. Um, yeah, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Massively yeah, no problem. It. I hope we get to see you in the fall. We'll see. Yeah, yeah fingers crossed for that. Yeah, um, definitely. We'll yeah, we'll keep yeah. an eye out and 
get in touch when you're coming this way. I'm sure you'll be in London. I'm not sure you'll be in Newcastle. You'll definitely be but... coming my way. Yeah, so I'll, I'll definitely come yeah. out and see you guys. Yeah. No, but I'm not too far from Scotland if you end up in Scotland <laughs> on that dream, dream vacation. Yeah, cool. baby. You're coming with us. We're going Hell camping. Yeah.